Alright guys, welcome back to the Speak Like Me podcast 2022 Christmas special. Woo! 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 You might have heard there we have a guest on today for the Christmas special. Jennifer, welcome to the podcast. Hi, Jacob and Chris. Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> You're welcome. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. So Jennifer is one of uh, one of our teachers at Speak Like Me. I thought it'd be cool if we got all of the teachers on over a period of time. Because we've had Ryan on, we've had Lucy. Mm-hmm. So you're the lucky number three. Great. Yeah, how does it feel? Are you nervous? I'm so nervous. Really? I'm afraid I'm going to mess up. Really? Yeah. We, look, don't worry about it because we mess up ourselves on here all the time. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> we farted totally on the fine. podcast before. That, you know, I was worrying about that. You know? I, we haven't farted on the podcast. <laughs> what are you talking think, about? I think there was one. I don't think so, dude. I certainly no, I th- haven't. I think there was. Okay, well, if that's true, it wasn't from me. Please, oh, God, don't let me be the first one. <laughs> that would be hilarious. No, but Chris has did like a fantastic burp a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. And he, he went way off. He went off like this. Uh-huh. And you could still hear it. But you're clearly. right. Okay. I think I remember that. I started listening once you started interviewing the other teachers because I was interested to find out about them. Right. Yeah. That's what I thought would be great having the teachers on because you can get to know the teachers and get to know the other people that are in the school. Right. And, you know, I have like, you know, exponentially more um affection and respect for ryan and lucy now that i listen to their podcast. now i respect them <laughs> no. Well, no exponentially more she already started with some and now has Why? a lot more are you, are you for real are you serious well we don't have a lot of time to hang out yeah Right. We're pretty busy when we're together. We're training. Um, So um, I hadn't had a chance to hang out with Ryan. Ryan is not is a fairly soft spoken, reserved Mm. person. So Mm. I got to know a lot more about him. Yeah. Was really surprised about his um, uh, improv background. Um, Learned a lot about, you know, where he comes from. Mm -hmm. And uh, with Lucy, um, of course, she's a wonderful person, but she has such a wonderful voice and personality um that i hadn't necessarily been able to appreciate before right right yeah because and that's a reason i wanted to get everyone on is because you know we have our team buildings once a month we have our trainings but there's always a bunch of people there and i don't really get to have like an in-depth conversation for an hour with one person you know like i hear bits and pieces like i know little bits about you but i don't know that much about you to be honest jennifer Mm -hmm. like i know things i know some interesting things (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Jennifer's a very interesting person. But uh, we should start off with um, this delicious svashak. Yes, I made some svashak at home and brought it with me because it Jacob told me that the guest gets to choose the drink. Mm-hmm. So I didn't I didn't really want to drink scotch. Yeah. Or any kind of whiskey, Understandable. Actually. But this is delicious, homemade as well. That's right. So how do you make it? What goes into it? Um, cinnamon sticks, cloves, mm-hmm. uh, citrus peels, Um Wine and sugar. Okay. So, if anybody hasn't guessed yet, what we're talking about, Svarjak, is hot wine. Christmas hot wine. Interesting. Is that what you call it in Australia? Uh, We don't really drink hot wine in Australia. Interesting. You're calling it hot wine. You know, do you know what I'm talking about? What I'm thinking. Well, you're, you're so mulled wine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Well, we pronounce in England we pronounce it mulled wine. Mulled. Mulled. Okay then. Mulled wine. Something with the English accent, I don't know, because you, you Americans would like get the, the U a bit more. Like, how would you say Maybe. it? Mold. Yeah, like mold. <laughs> mold. <laughs> well, it's just pronouncing the, the U, which I can't is... Even, oh. I can't even make that sound. Uh-huh. We say mold wine. Okay, then. Uh, did you know that mold wine is actually a little bit different than Svajak? Okay, then. How so? I'm like 80% sure this is true, but I looked it up once, and the ingredients are different. 
Okay. Yeah, it's just different ingredients. Like similar, but not it's not the same. Well, I guess yeah, that makes sense because like there's there's mulled wine or there's svarjak and then there's punch. Right? Like mm. punch is different to like it's called punch and it's called well, mulled wine or svarjak. Punch and, has rum in it. Mm-hmm. That's my understanding. Right? Yeah. In in German it is um now I'm going to forget the word, um, Glühwein, which yeah. is like glowing, I think glowing. Yeah. But Mull in German means garbage. So oh, okay. mulled wine would sound to a German like garbage wine. Oh. oh, interesting. Yeah. But I'm a big fan of mulled wine. I, I drink it, not like a lot, but pretty often at Christmas. And uh, I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast, but um, my, the best mulled wine I ever had was at JZP. You know, mm-hmm. you know JZP? I do know JZP, and my students laugh a lot when I explain what JZP is. Yeah. It's what we expats yeah. call Yerjiho Zepodjebrad because we can't pronounce it. Exactly. <laughs> and yeah. do you know what Czechs. Okay, an, an additional reason why they laugh at that, because they don't call it Yerjiho Zepodjebrad either. They call it something else. Do you know what they call it? Yes. Have they d- told yeah. you? No, I don't. They call it Yerjak. Yizak. Which That's is just it. a cute way to say, like, George's. Yes. Yeah. Right. Because it means George from Podiabrad. Right. And he was a famous, I think, uh, general or something. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. During the... the uh, Hussite Wars, I yeah. would imagine. Yeah. During the Hussite Wars. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. But anyway, so we have Christmas markets there. And a couple of years ago, before coronavirus, there was this stand, this stall, mm-hmm. which in Czech is a stanek. Yes. Um, in England, we say stall. Like right. S-T-A-L-L. Oh, so by the way, Jennifer's American, Chris is Australian, and I am from England. Yes. So, so we, once yes. again. Yeah. So what do you call it? Stalls. A stall? Mm. Okay. Yeah. You, but would you say stand as well? A stand or a stall. Uh-huh. Right. Exactly. And I explained to my students that a stall is what, when you go to a stable for horses, the horses each have a stall. And I assume that maybe... That's why we call it stall in English now. Maybe. And yeah. in, what about in public bathrooms? Like exactly. You go into a stall, right? Right. right. Which right. is what? Do you want to explain that for us? Uh, our- sure, yeah. So uh, in, in a public bathroom, like, well, in a women's bathroom, it would only be stalls. It's the little, tiny little room or compartment that has the toilet and then the lockable door. Yeah. And that's, and yeah, and in men's rooms, there is both stalls and urinals. Yeah. Right, and you yeah. can see the resemblance to um, the little rooms that horses stand in line in a yeah uh, definitely stable. yeah. So do you call it a stall or a stand? Uh, either or. I, yeah, both. yeah. I don't. I don't really. You okay. mean at markets? Yes. Yeah. 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 Because yeah, okay, there's a beautiful little stall. Or there was a few years ago in JZP, and then he was doing. I think it was. I think it was Svashak with tequila. Mm. So he'd oh have like gosh. a Svashak, and then he'd like pour a little shot of tequila on top, and it. I just kind of had it as a joke, but it was actually delicious because I think most of the tequila kind of evaporates. Right. It evaporates off, but it kind of gives it that warmth that when you drink it, you can really feel the warmth in your throat. Sure. That you're not getting wasted on your svashak, but it's just fantastic. Mm. It's great. That's, well, no, go on. in my opinion, the only thing worth buying at Christmas markets is alcoholic beverages. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Depending on where you are, I... Uh, I, I have been to the Dresden Christmas market uh, mm-hmm. many times. And uh, yeah, the, uh, the the hot wine, the glue vine that you can get there is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have sets from the Dresden Christmas markets from each year that I've been. So sets. I have. Yeah. So when you go, uh, yeah, a set of glasses, of, 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 of cups, ah. right? Like part of a collection. Yeah. Um, a sada in Czech. 
sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> and I have uh, they have different ones each year, um, and I've got one from each year. Anyway, um, what I like buying in Dresden is Stollen, so the German Christmas bread. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. It's it's my favorite part about Christmas. Yeah, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, Dresden and the markets there, what are your feelings on eggnog? Uh, yeah, that was the first. Uh, uh, that was the first drink that I had um, when I went there this Sunday. I'll just quickly um, say in Czech. In Czech, it's a vajecny liquor, literally egg liquor. 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 Yeah, mm-hmm. you say you have eggnog, right? We do have eggnog, but in South Florida, we have something even better. Oh. But I want you to finish. You know your thoughts on eggnog before I launch into a different drink. We rarely finish our thoughts on the Speak Let Me podcast. <laughs> just one long, unending stream of consciousness. Sure. For that I mean, half. it wasn't much worse. It was delicious. That was the first hot beverage that I that I had, and uh, yeah, eggnog it was fantastic. Is hot? It was served hot. That's the thing. In Europe, they Wait. serve it hot, and it sounds like it should be disgusting. It sounds like you're drinking scrambled eggs if you cook anything with leg- eggs in it. That's what you would think. It's obviously mm. like just below the point of turning into scrambled eggs, oh, but it's it's delicious. It's so good. Yeah, it was I, amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't want to like it mm-hmm. because I'm kind of against drinking eggs. I think it's just kind of <laughs> eggs should be eaten, you know, not right. not drank. Um, but no, it was delicious. Mm-hmm. You have to get over the thought of what you're, you know, ingesting. Mm-hmm. Ingest means like to put into your body, to eat or drink. Well, to put into your body by eating, because there are many ways that you can put things into your body. (laughs) You can ingest, you can insufflate, you can inhale, uh, you can, uh, sure. Uh, These are all ways of putting things. And ingestion is is doing that by eating. Yes, and insufflate means to snort. Yes, as in cocaine. Cocaine is insufflated. Insufflated. Well, I've never heard that. Snort is what you should use with cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't go around telling your friends, I, what was it, insulated? I insufflated. Insufflated some cocaine last night. Yes. yes. That's the proper medical term for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Chris knows all right. the big words. Yes, but what about drinking? Because you said it had to be a food that you had have to ingest, but it would, would it be imbibe or... Oh, that's fancy. It is fancy. Well, I think like with food or drink, it's it's the same thing. It's something that ingest, you swallow and it, and it goes right, into your stomach. Right. Like it's it's the same but thing. But to imbibe might be to drink. Yes. Yeah, that, yeah, that is definitely yeah. true. And that's can, very, very can fancy. Can you imbibe nice. an incantation? Or like <laughs> well, a, a curse or like a... No. No, you can't? No. no. Okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it is about drinking. Yeah. All right, I think we should get away from this. Sure. Because it's very yeah. intense. Uh, well, thank you for the Svajag. It's delicious. Right. I and really you know, appreciate it. Next time I will bring, next Christmas if I'm here, I will bring Coquito, which okay. is... The Florida drink? Yes. Please tell this us is more. What yeah, we, tell us more. So in you're from, South yeah. Florida, mm-hmm. whereas I'm not from South Florida. I grew up in Missouri. But okay. I, the last place in the United States I lived before I moved to uh, uh, Prague is South Florida, where which is essentially the capital of Latin America and the Caribbean, and so I think it's especially Puerto Rican. Uh, it's a it's it's similar to eggnog, but it's called coquito, and it's made with coconut milk, coconut cream, um, uh, cinnamon, maybe some other spices, and lots and lots of rum. And oh, is it delicious! It sounds. I a- prefer it to uh, eggnog. Okay, because. Again, you get rid of the egg problem. Yeah. You add a little coconut flavor. Yeah. And, uh, and it's generally a lot more alcoholic than eggnog is. Because nice. eggnog is something that you might, your mother might give you a cup. No one's getting drunk on eggnog. Right. Nobody gets if drunk on are, eggnog. If you are, something's wrong. You can definitely <laughs> get drunk on coquito. Okay. Yeah. So that's, that'll, that would be a, something that I would make 
next year. Wow. And it sounds vegan as well. Like if it's coconut milk, coconut. What was it? Coconut milk. Yes, it would be. Oh. It would be vegan as yeah, well. We can have Lucy on. Okay then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Oh, but, but then she it's got rum. She doesn't drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And unfo- like I couldn't drink it either, unfortunately, because it has rum. Um, I can't drink rum. It gives me terrible heartburn. Really? I can't drink rum and I can't drink bourbon. I think it it might be something to do with the sugar in it. I don't know, mm-hmm. but I can't drink either of those liquors because it gives me incredible heartburn for half an hour. Can you explain fine. what heartburn is? Because I think a lot of people might not know what heartburn sure. is. Heartburn is a well, it's a burning hot sensation in your chest, in your well, cl- feels close to your heart, and. Yeah, you might feel like you are dying, that your heart is about yeah. to give up. Uh, and that's it. It's often related to things that you eat. Yeah, um, It's a type but, of indigestion. Yeah, the, the key or, thing here is it's nothing actually to do with your heart. Uh, it's just that it's, it can also be called acid reflux, right? I guess so. Yeah. yeah, it's like, you know, the tube that goes into your stomach when a bit of the stuff sort of comes out of the stomach back into the mm-hmm. tube mm-hmm. where it shouldn't be and it burns you there. I think that's what it is. Okay. I think mm-hmm. I get really bad uh, acid reflux or heartburn from pasta. Okay. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's weird. I can eat like pasta once with no, mm. no problem, you know, no problems. So I can have a, a nice spaghetti carbonara. But if I have two in a row, like the next day, it's heartburn for days. Okay. It's awful. It's awful. I have to have pasta like once a month. And now when you say pasta, do you mean like the, 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 the dough, like the spaghetti yeah. or the um, farfalle or the I've, macaroni? I've not nailed it down to like if it's the... pen or if it's macaroni. No, it's penne. like... Penne. It's... Oh, fuck. <laughs> this is how okay, I don't this, eat pasta. All right, this is it. We are now even. Uh, you can say pen, all right? And I won't give you shit for it if, if I can say uh, chili con carne. No. <laughs> Because that's the exact no. same thing. No, it's it is not the same lingu- thing. Linguistically, it's the exact no. same fucking thing. You know- Penne, N-E, carne, N-E. It's the exact same fucking thing. Yes, but, but E is silent very often at the end of English words. But yeah. since they're foreign words, they are pronounced. But the mm. key difference is I accept when I'm wrong, uh-huh. and I will now say penne. Whereas you're like, fuck it, I'm saying calm. <laughs> I'm not changing. <laughs> I'm not changing for you. I'll wear that one. <laughs> yeah. I'll wear that one, yeah. but uh, okay. all the same. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. So it's the Christmas episode. Um, now, I really wanted to listen to the last year's Christmas episode, so we don't talk about exactly the same stuff. But I had a really busy day. I didn't get around to it. Sure. So I think we just hope for the best. Sure. Yeah. Do you know what I remember that we specifically didn't talk about? What's that? Um, is what our Christmas days look like. Okay. I remember we talked around Christmas. We talked about different things, but we didn't actually talk about like what a Christmas day looks like in an English house or an Australian house or an American house. Sure. So I thought maybe we could start with that. We did talk about food, yeah, but that was uh, that was about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So should we start with that? Sure. Yeah. yeah. So Jennifer, do you want to start with you? What an American Christmas day looks like for you? You know, I did listen to the last Christmas uh, episode, which was the first annual Christmas episode. And so I gave some thought as to what I would say if I were asked this question. And I realized this is a very complicated question. I was asked the same thing um, by some school children. Uh, I have a friend who teaches in a public school in the Czech Republic. And uh, they wanted to tell me about their how they celebrate Christmas. And they wanted to know how Americans celebrate Christmas. The problem is... The United States is not a monoculture in the same way that the Czech Republic is. So Christmas is different for all the different varieties of Americans that there are. Many Americans are not Christian. Uh, many, you know, there, there are Jews, there are Muslims, there are uh, people of other faiths that don't celebrate Christmas because Christmas is a Christian holiday. 
uh, as well as a secular holiday in a way, but... In the original way. In I the, mean, yes. it's a pagan Oh, exactly. those, are those are two words that Czech people will not probably know. Secular? So, secular and pagan. Uh, okay. Chris, you take pagan, I'll take secular. Okay. Uh, so pagan is like a very old kind of religion. It's a very naturalistic kind of religion, and it's where a lot of modern religions get their beliefs and traditions from. Like Easter and Christmas and uh, these sorts of holidays, they're just pagan holidays uh, repackaged as, uh, uh, as, as as Christian holidays. Um, and we celebrate Christmas at the time that we do because uh, it is naturalistically, it is the, uh, it is when, it is after the shortest days of the year. Uh, and then every day after that gets longer and longer and longer getting to summer. Um, and yeah, this was the, like the religion um, or like the spirituality that many people had in European cultures and civilizations um, before, before Christianity, before, Christianity, before yeah. Judaism, and uh, yeah. before before the Abrahamic religions had to have something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, the pagans celebrated a winter solstice holiday. We assume that then we don't know when Jesus was born, but we kind of pasted Jesus's birth on top of a pa- pagan winter solstice and celebration. Christians hate it when you say this as well. Mm. They want to say, put Christ back in Christmas, right? Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> but exactly. yeah, it didn't start that way yeah. at all. At all, yeah. right. So that's pagan. Mm-hmm. And then secular um, is basically the opposite of religious, right? Yeah. There are religious holidays and there are secular holidays. There are religious um, educations and there are secular re- educations. And so, uh, for example, the United States is supposed to have a secular government separate from any particular religion. Mm. It doesn't mean atheistic. It's not the opposite of religious in mm-hmm. that sense, but it just means uh, not religious. Yeah. So maybe I can alter my question, edit my question, mm-hmm. um, and we can mix it with getting to know you a little bit as well. Okay. So tell us a little bit like where you're from, where you grew up, and then and then from that, what Christmas was like for you and your family as a child, let's say like 10-year-old Jennifer. Okay, great. Well, I come from a rather large family. Um, I was born in St. Louis, Missouri. Missouri is a uh, state right in the center of the United States, very much like the Czech Republic is in the center of Europe, so no oceans, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> those kinds of things. Um, and I grew up in Springfield, Missouri, which a lot of my students laugh at. It's not the Springfield that uh, the Simpsons are from. There is a Springfield in pretty much every state. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. So here I here we are, the Me family. My maiden name is Me M E E. Yeah, it's actually an Irish name. That's mm. why I have an Irish passport. Another story. Oh. Um, but there were five of us. I'm the oldest of five children. There were Jennifer, Juliet, Jessica, Justine, and Jeremiah. Okay. Wait, so say, have... that, say that again. Oh, my God. Jennifer. So that's me, you. Juliet. Okay. Jessica. Uh-huh. Justine. And Jeremiah. Me. Uh-huh. M-E-E. My that's father so was funny. Jerry. Okay. Did they do this Mother on purpose? Virginia. No. Very, very, uh, a very alliterative naming yes. convention. There's a couple words in there. Jesus, yeah. So uh, to alliterate is when a lot of the words in a sentence or yeah, in right. a list or whatever they all start with the same. Uh, they all start with the same letter or at least the same sound. Right. Uh, when you speak it, it's it, 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 the important thing is the sound. Like, like Bob's it, banana business. Sure. <laughs> if yeah. you've ever seen the film V for Vendetta. 
there is a scene, a legendary scene, where he introduces himself uh, and alliterates with the using the letter V a oh, lot. Yeah. Um, so that's alliterative. And then a naming convention. It can be an anything convention, but it is a convention is the rule that you follow mm. in order to do something. So the naming convention in your family was the letter J. The, I know the naming convention in Friends TV show is the one with... Right. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Uh, one of our, um, uh, one of the places that we teach at, their all their meeting rooms. The naming convention of their meeting rooms is famous scientists. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, like Ohm and uh, uh, oh my god, I'm I'm, I'm blanking. There might be Curie. Sure. Like yeah. Mary Curie and other scientists. Edison is one. I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah for sure. Exactly. So that is the naming convention. And yeah, you had a. Uh, okay. Uh, and wait, your parents were called what? Jerry. Jerry. And which is Jeremiah. It's a family name. His father was Jeremiah. Okay. He's Jeremiah. Okay. My brother is Jeremiah. Okay. okay. Family name. Oh my God. And your mom? Virginia. Oh, what? Okay. Okay. I guess you couldn't choose to be a J. Because if. Okay. And was this like intentionally done? Like, we're going to call all of our children J something. I asked my parents. I asked my mother one time and she's. and, And my father, I think. Um. And they said that it was unintentional for the first three. Uh-huh. And then it became, okay, and then we have it was to stick the, with it now. I remember when my little sister Justine was on the way and uh, and my parents consulted with us, which of these J, you know, we're going to continue with the J's, which of these would you prefer? And so my father was a lawyer, just like I am. Uh-huh. And so Justine was chosen because of justice. Okay, that's nice. Right? It's also a beautiful... I think they're all beautiful names. Jennifer, Juliet, Jessica, Justine, and Jeremiah. They're quite nice. They did good, Mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There could be, you know, we could have a, you know... Darby or a Nancy or something like that in there. Yeah. You know, it's okay. So you grew up in this pretty big family. We grew up in a big family, in a big big, uh, house with um, a basement, you know, a ground floor... Uh, what we call the second floor, which is your first floor yeah, in it's Europe, up. Yep. and an attic, big yep. white wooden house mm-hmm. and with big windows. Okay. And so, uh, in a town or in a village or in, in a city, the, in Springfield, Missouri. And actually, my parents were very progressive. We bought this house in the 1960s, and it was in the racially mixed part of town. Okay, right. So we had black neighbors. That was something unusual in the 1960s. Yeah, I can imagine. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think my mother even wrote an article for one of the women's magazines of the time about uh-huh. how when an integration was uh, controversial. She said, "We've been explain living." Explain for the listeners what integration. Inter- integration. Inter- Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, right. Jennifer's got you, mate. Don't I'm worry about just, it. I'm just going to stop. Well, it's my fault <laughs> yeah. because the uh, the uh, Svajak. It's can... not that. It's me. It's you. <laughs> it's, it's a me problem. Okay, yeah. good. Well, and now that my last, you know, that my last name was me, mm-hmm. it could also be. A, oh, it's a me problem. Me problem. <gasps> that's great. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Um, integration. Most of the United States uh, has two races. Two races predominate. Whites and blacks, okay? If you look at it just based on skin color or that kind of things. And so for uh, many years, especially in the American South, the southern states, um, racial segregation was legal. In other words, um, there were various ways that were legal um, that kept the races living in separate areas, 
right? So segregation means apart. Yeah, to segregate yeah. people means yeah. to keep them apart. And in the 1960s, after substantial um, civil rights protests and organizing, um, uh, the federal government ordered uh, integration, which was that black and white children should go to school together, not be go to separate schools, and that uh, people be that black people be allowed to buy homes. Uh, or rent apartments in areas where uh, white people lived and had previously kept them out. Mm. So, right, integration in the 1960s when I was a small child um, apparently was controversial, but my parents didn't care about that. And uh, we lived in a great big house among in, in a neighborhood that had both black and white people. Okay. Which didn't matter on Christmas morning, I don't think, but I guess I'm wow. painting the picture. Yeah, and a lovely picture it is. Uh, so we kids would um, uh, get into our flannel pajamas, the ones that my grandma from Iowa had probably handmade for us. And we got in bed and we imagined, oh, Santa, I think I can hear Santa on the roof because Santa brings our gifts, right? And uh, we would have left um, cookies and milk downstairs on a plate and uh, for Santa, it's it's a more modern innovation to leave carrots as well for oh yeah you know his reindeer, and so um, in the morning um, we would wake our parents up as early as they would let us. My father would order us to stay at the top of the stairs. He would walk downstairs and plug in the lights on the Christmas tree, and then he would say we could come down. So we would thunder down the stairs in our little flannel pajamas. And Which start... means to thunder down the stairs. Yes, that's the sound of our feet. Yeah. Beating on the stairs, right? Yeah. Sounds like thunder, yeah. right? And there were 10 feet, right? Oh, my God. Five kids, right? Yeah. So we would go down, and, and there would be uh, presents there from Santa that, strangely enough, were labeled in my mom's handwriting. Mm. You know, so Always suspicious. How convenient. <laughs> yes. I, yeah. We figured that out after a while. Right. And it, that this was before... Um, electronic toys there'd be dollies and puzzles and bikes and things like that mm. so that was it so you would open the presents first yeah we would yes we were pretty um savage at the time we would just all open them <laughs> at the same time oh, God. there was no there was no order it oh, wasn't really? like it I, and after a while i would sl- i think we we would order open a few and then my dad would go around and and hand them around and it would slowly slow down and my mom might even bring in some eggnog no mm. alcohol in it whatsoever oh, and we'd okay. have a nice we have a nice breakfast and then we'd spend the day you know playing with our toys and talking to each other okay so you stayed at home we oh yes you didn't we, go to church no okay. beca- uh church is a weird thing because when i was about 12 my father decided he didn't want to be catholic anymore so he started searching for new uh, a new religion in the United wow. States. That's such a way to go. We choose our religion in a way in the United States. In in many parts of the world, you're just kind of born into a religion. Mm. I mean, but, including the United States, right? Like, right, including definitely... the United States, right? So he started looking around, and he eventually became a Baha'i. What's that? Which is a non-Christian religion. That began in um, Iran or Persia in the middle of the 19th century, um, where there was a man who called who declared himself to be the most recent incarnation of the prophet. Now, which prophet? Of well, 
The Muslims Mm. believe in the doctrine of successive revelation. In other words, that God sends a prophet um, every, you know, for, you know, every hundred, few hundred years or whatever to convey the message of that time, right? right? So Muslims believe in the divinity of Jesus, right? Right. Um, And so uh, taking this idea further, and, and... most religions have a promised one who will right. come. Yeah. Return of Jesus. Star Wars. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So this is kind of like this guy said, I'm the next Jedi, I'm the next master. Yeah. You know. Well, which was um and he was very sort of progressive. They believed in equality of the races, equality of the sexes. Uh they don't have a clergy, they don't have churches, they don't really have a, a holy book. You know, so I had people chanting in Farsi in my living room um, in a town that is really a Bible Belt town, very Christian, mm. in other words. So after a while, my father would kind of torture us saying, what are you, what are you Christians going to do for Christmas? <laughs> Wait, yeah. to you? To us kids. And we oh, just geez. like cry, Daddy, That's we got to have Christmas. That's insane. Yeah. So, so, uh, so he went from being kind of like, Typical Christian Catholic Christmas, yes. Christmas dad until you're 12, and then suddenly it's like, what are you doing, you idiots? You know. Well, he also took me to seances. I mean, we he wow. went through a period of Christ alive. time. Yeah, I mean, I've had a weird life, so we could be here forever. So we probably got. <laughs> oh, just to clarify, so a seance is like you've seen this in films, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, of a seance. A, yeah, yeah a, a seance is when people. Uh, trying to communicate with the dead and it's usually done with something called a Ouija board uh, where it's like it's it's a board that has all of the letters on it and then you're like you you hold this marker and that moves across mm-hmm. the board to uh to to spell out words and letters that the dead is guiding you to mm-hmm. but it's all bullshit um well the the seances I went to were actually in a circle with a medium who'd go into a trance but we also had some parties and there was a Ouija board involved okay. and other things like automatic writing where supposedly, you know, mm. a spirit would possess the person. Um, so he, he, he looked into a lot of things such as spiritualism, the idea that you could communicate, you know, uh, beyond, uh, with, you know, with, with some kind of spirits beyond uh, the grave or something. I don't think he bought into that. He experimented, but he became... Baha'is are, at the same time, they're progressive. They're also fairly traditional. There's no drinking, no smoking. You're not supposed to be involved in politics, those kinds of things. Okay. And most of the Baha'is in, the, in, in Iran have been murdered because it is blasphemous to say that there is any other prophet after Muhammad. Sure. Sure. And I just want to clarify that thing as well, because before you, you talked about um, uh, 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 Muslims um, acknowledging or believing in the divinity of Jesus, yeah. which just like that is true because of this, pro- the progressive, uh, what, what was the term that you used? The doctrine of successive yeah, yeah, revelation. Yeah. So people might be confused like what it's not about Jesus, it's about Muhammad. It's like, it's well, it's both in, in, in Islam. It's right. like they, they do acknowledge that Jesus is a figure, an important religious figure, but they're saying that in Islam that Muhammad was the next one. And then in Baha'i, this guy is saying he is now the next one after that. Or one of these six. I just wanted to to clarify that. Exactly. So successive, Jacob, means 
Um, like if you have uh, one thing succeeds another, comes after. So you're talking about, you know, different prophets coming after another successive. And revelation would be to reveal, comes from to reveal, for example, revealing God's truth. Now, I'm an atheist. I'm talking a lot about these Christian things, right? But that, when you ask about my past and Christmas, it's complicated. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There we go. That's like, I love it when you ask questions and you get completely different answers than you expect. You know, so how's your Christmas? Well, it all depends about, <laughs> what are they called? The Bahanis or? Baha'i. B-A-H-I apostrophe I. All right. Has uh, your dad ever been to Iran? Uh, no, he died a long time ago, but there now there are, I don't think that there is anything for the Baha'is in Iran, but they, he did go on pilgrimage oh, yeah? um, to Haifa, Israel, where uh, there is a Baha'i temple. Right. And so he did go at, so at they some have a point temple, to Israel. Then? They have several. They have one That's in Chicago okay. and one in Haifa and in a couple of other places. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, very interesting. Before we move on too far, I did want to point out a nice word that you said a while ago that your dad didn't buy into yeah, that's good. something. Right. Uh, so to buy into something in this context is to believe it. Right. Uh, but we use the term to buy into. Well, actually, always kind of to say that you believe in something. Right. Um, but like to, to buy into in a monetary way, like you believe in it so much that you will invest in it, right? So somebody might buy into Apple stocks or somebody might mm-hmm. buy into um, uh, the popularity and the value of baseball cards yes. or something like that um, to buy into the property market. You've bought a house, you, were, you have bought into the property market, mm-hmm. but we can use it to describe, uh, to talk about somebody um, just believing in something right like i've um, it, it tends mm-hmm. to be something a bit kind of let's say controversial or unproven usually no it doesn't need to be because be- let's say that there's like some science right like um th- scientific theory about you know relativity or whatever mm. and people can say oh, i don't really buy into that it's tend to be it tends to be things where there would be like a quite like kind of clear like either you believe it or you don't right because like what's something that like everyone believes like Gravity. Gravity. <laughs> gravity. Would you say, like, I don't buy into gravity? <laughs> I mean, like a kook would, like a, a, a crazy person. But, yeah. like, for me, it, it feels like a thing where, like, there's a choice, like, either to believe it or not, you know? And it's like, it, I don't really buy into that. I don't buy into Scientology. Yeah. Sure. Right. Yeah. Something well, actually, bit... no. I guess I, 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 I guess I do agree with you in in terms that like there is a there is a uh, yeah it's it's not a binary like definitely true or definitely false thing. Yeah. Like my 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 point being like to buy into the property market like the property yeah. market is ultimately imaginary in a way. Yeah. Um. And like yeah to to buy but, into Apple stock. Yeah. Apple stock is just numbers on a computer. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, you can be bought I'm, in. I'm on just that. saying it often yeah. tends to be like theories, religions, that kind of stuff. Like. If I said, oh, you know, I've only slept with two people, Chris, would you say, I don't buy into that? I would just say, I don't believe you. I don't buy it. Yeah, just to buy, yeah. When you're trying to convince something, somebody of something, you might say, oh, they bought it. The difference. That's good, actually. That's good. Yeah, the the difference being is that, like, I'm not invested in whether I believe or don't believe that. There's Mm -hmm. no investment. But, like, if if you are bought in on a religion, you are or a stock, mm-hmm. or uh, something like that, you're investing your time, your money, or your energy. 
and 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 you're bought in on that. Yeah. Yeah. So you've had sex. <laughs> you don't buy into that. <laughs> you don't buy that. <laughs> Come on. Two times. Look at this beard. <laughs> Where are the babies? This beard gets attention. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, you you uh you 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 would open the Christmas presents in the morning, and then what does the rest of your Christmas day look like? I think I, I think I described it. It was just, it was just calm. We'd we'd eat. We'd play with our toys. Usually, um, my parents would take us. You know, we might wear something that we had. You know, if we got some clothes, we would put it on. Um, and there are probably pictures. You know, of course, not electronic ones, but ones with the real emulsion and, mm. and that got developed like, like, at the drugstore. Yeah, yeah, right. Film that we still have pictures of. That we would take pictures on Christmas of each child with the toy or toys they had gotten, you know. Um, and then uh, maybe watch some Christmas specials. Right. Right. And the special ones that we had in the, have in the United States. This would be the Czech version or the, the American version of like the Czech, uh, what do they call them? Uh, Pohádky. Christmas Pohádky. Yes. Because we don't have Pohádky in, in pretty much in England or America or Australia. We have like Christmas movies, right? Well, what are their cartoons, right? Is that what the no, Czech ones no. are? No, the Pohádky are like these weird. <laughs> I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, uh, but my ex girlfriend forced me to watch a whole bunch of them. It's these very specific Czech Christmas, let's say, movies, right? But they're kind of fairy tale based, right? Uh-huh. But like they were all, I don't know why, but like they were pretty much all made in this weird like 10 year period of time like right. i guess between like the, i guess in the 80s and they're all very very similar they've always got like a princess and some dumb czech guy and yeah. then like a hot czech guy and like a devil usually right you know? and but they're like terrible production value like the quality is like it looks like you just like made it for fun rather than right. i mean it looks like it's made in communist era yeah. czechoslovakia like in the 1960s like i mean yeah that's Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, there's yeah. like maybe I don't know how many maybe 15, 20 like really famous ones. The most famous is Tri Ostrishki Pro Popelku, three um, walnuts for Cinderella. That sounds fascinating, and it's their version of Cinderella. Mm-hmm. It's, you have to watch some of them; they're very bad. Yeah, uh, but Czech yeah. people love them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm sorry to all of our listeners, but you know, I I, I tried. Uh huh. I tried, but I I think that our Christmas movies are like pretty nice. Yeah, you know, moving on from my unusual American Christmas, what about yours? I know that you talked about food, but what Christmas movies? I mean, Love Actually is. I wasn't. Is that a that classic like a one? Ten year old. When you were ten years old, what I, kind I of things would you watch? Except for boobs. Oh, really? I, I wasn't allowed to see boobs until I was like twenty-four. <laughs> you know, I have a question for you, Jacob. Yeah, yeah. Which is that for some reason, as soon as I'm. Very shortly after met, I met you, I decided that you were Jewish. Okay. Right. Um, are you Jewish or Christian? I'm neither. You're neither. Yeah. But, like, uh, historically, you, you, you said that you, <laughs> you, do, you do have, you do have uh, uh, Jewish um, ancestry, no, right? No, no, this is all getting out of hand. So okay. I, I grew up in a Christian family. Mm-hmm. I see. Which was mostly led by my mum, right? right? Like, my dad just, like, would kind of go along with it, you know, right. just to keep the peace. And my, my grandparents are, like, these sort of, like, more... Kind of like tradition, just not like traditional Christian. They just like do the stuff they have to do. You know, you go to church on Sunday. Right. You socially religious, socially this is, religious, yeah. but they're not right. sort of like you know praying about everything. Or culturally Christian, yeah. Church yeah, of England, right? I guess. Anglican Church. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Church of okay. England. Yeah. So I grew up in that, and I, I think like I had like a like my great great 
great gran was Jewish. Oh, okay then. Yeah, all right. All I used right. to joke about like my little toe is Jewish, and that's why I love a good bargain. But I have a lot of Jewish tendencies. Maybe that's why I thought I was Jewish. Like, well, you resemble some of my good friends who are Jewish. You're referring to my strong nose. No. Okay. It's your, it's your, it's the structure of your jaw. Okay. You know, you have a strong jaw and okay. nice teeth. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, it has nothing to do with your nose. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, but no, not Jewish. No. Interesting, because I think that you know, I did watch uh, listening to the uh, Christmas, the first annual Christmas special. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got that you know, no. you're just a Christian. No, but English funny, guy. Funny story. At one point, I did consider becoming a Jew. Um, <laughs> Kind of as a joke, but because I found out that Jewish people get this free trip to Israel. Have you heard about this? Yes, and I forget what the word of is. Word is it for it? I've forgotten what it is. But every like Jewish person, like I think up until you're thirty, gets yeah. this like all expenses paid trip around Israel. Have you not heard about this? No, I have not. Um, how did I hear about this? I had a Jewish friend who was telling me about this. Yeah. Um, I went on some dates with a Jewish girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Um, and she was telling me about she was going to do this trip. And it's like, but they pay for hotels, they pay for the mm-hmm. flights, they pay for the food. They take you all around to the, like, the famous sites of Israel. Right. And it looked really awesome. It and I, is. And I was like, well, I would, I would be Jew for a, for a year, you know? To, I would be Jewish for a year. I'd be Jewish for a year. Please. To, to yeah, get... you're definitely not Jewish if you say, I would be Jew for a year. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I've got to keep it, keep it, uh, keep it fun. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> But then uh, I looked into the process of becoming Jewish. Good. Yeah. <laughs> becoming Jew. <laughs> and uh, Getting it, Jew. It looked like a, it's a lot of work to become a Jew. Yeah. I thought you just like turn up, say the Pledge of Allegiance, and then you're good to go. <laughs> but no, you're not. But I think this Do you is... know the process, Chris? I Because okay. <laughs> I right. know a lot about this. I, I'm going to embarrass myself now, and that's fine. All right? okay. Like I, okay. My understanding of the process of becoming Jew is entirely informed. Becoming Jew? Is that what you said? You said becoming Jew. Did I say becoming Jew. Yes, you did. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. All right? At least I, I recognize that that, 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 that is it. a problem, and I, I didn't mean it that. And I got it from you, motherfuckers. So. Eat a dick. No excuse. Um, <laughs> all right. My understanding <laughs> of becoming Jewish. Racism is catchy, isn't it? Okay. Yeah, I guess so. Coming from you, and then it, yeah, it just We're sticks on to me. It's hard. Yeah. All right. There so, are no Jews here to yeah. get us in trouble. No, there are actually there's quite a uh, very few. We've got one in but, Speak Like Me. Yeah. Yes. Tamara. Tamara. Is Jewish. Yes, but yeah. she's not Czech. Oh yeah. Anyway, anyway. Uh, my understanding of becoming Jewish uh, is entirely informed by an episode of Sex and the City. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> ah, which I never watched even one episode of. <laughs> so one of the girls, Charlotte? Charlotte. Yeah, that's nice. Charlotte. Yeah, she was nice. She um, wants to marry. uh, She she gets divorced. Spoilers. uh, She gets divorced and then uh, wants to marry. I think it's her divorce lawyer, and he's Jewish. Um, uh, And then she needs to become a Jew. She needs to transition to Judaism. And like she goes, she needs to speak to a rabbi. A rabbi, of course. Anyway, uh, she needs to speak to a rabbi, and she's like. Like knocks on his door and is like basically says hello I'd like to convert to Judaism <laughs> and then like he slams the, the, the door on her face mm-hmm. in her face and then she's like what? and then tries again and he does it again and then she walks away and then like apparently you have to try it like three times oh, in yeah. order to become Jewish 
Okay. Seriously. Uh, well, no, of course that, not. That, that is just well, my memory of an episode <laughs> of Sex and the, the City. The it's probably Jewish. much more than that. You don't, you don't stalk a rabbi and go to his house and knock on the door three times and then you're in. It's right. a, it's a, if, it was, if it was that, I would be Jewish many years. I would have become Jewish many years ago. There is nothing um, stopping you if no. that's all there is. No, but I looked it up. I can't remember all the steps, but you have to like kind of have like an internship with a rabbi mm-hmm. for, mm. a, I think it was a year. It might have been six months, but I think it was a year. You have to go to temple, which is like Jewish church, right? right That's right. what they call it, temple, uh, every week. And you've, right. got to like, you've like got to fucking sign in, you know, that you were there. Well, you have to learn Hebrew, right? Uh, you have to read the, read the Torah, study the Torah. Yeah, yeah. maybe, maybe. Um, but there was like a big thing, you know, and it was like a big time investment. And they obviously do that on purpose so that people like me don't just turn, don't just become Jewish to go to Israel for a week. Well, you know? I mean, I think people who are ethnically Jewish who have never really um, no, done any of that stuff. I mean, you're automatically a Jew if your ancestors were at the foot of Mount Sinai at the time that Moses went up the mountain to receive the Ten Commandments. I didn't know that. Did you know that? Uh, this is, yeah. Th- th- that's why I said, like, historically or whatever. Like, th- so if this you're is... Jewish through a female ancestor, yeah. mm. you may be automatically Jewish and don't have to do any of that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But it's too late because you can't go uh, well. on on whatever the name of this thing is to. Anyway, this is our this is a good subject for our Christmas. This? But yeah. yeah. It's all very I Christmas-y. asked you if yeah. you were Jewish or if you're Christian and then I asked please I like, tell us I like about Jews, your I like Jews actually. I I, yeah. I like the Jewish culture. Me too. Yeah, uh, me too. I like how it's not just about religion. It's like you know, it's passed down. Like you can just be, you're born a Jew. You know, like mm. I, I like that. Mm. I don't know. I just I, I like the vibe from Jewish people. Well, but, and you know, as a lawyer, um, and as somebody who went to law school in St. Louis, Missouri, as well, we have lots and lots of Jews, and they they learn to sort of think legally. Get a bit closer to the microphone there. They learn to think legally, really, um, as part of their uh, religious education. You know? Yeah, I heard that that they 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 need to like think about and like criticize the Torah almost not mm-hmm. criticize it but like think about really what it's saying and it's a textual the... analysis yeah and it's an argument and it's a legalistic argument well what if the facts are this and what if the facts are this and what should be the outcome under these circumstances which is a very mm-hmm. legalistic way of looking okay. at your right. holy you know books. Yeah. Anyway, I think we've covered the Jews enough for one episode. <laughs> we can get, get back to we'll get Tamara on next time to get, uh-huh. the, yeah. get the real the real insight. Yeah. But um, so yeah, so my Christmas. So in England, Christmas is very very similar for everyone. It's probably going to be very similar for all of us because we're all in the same Anglo sphere. Right? Sure. Um, so we would uh, so the night before because the big difference is in Czech Republic, Christmas. The main Christmas day is the 24th. I would say in continental Europe, right? Yeah, which, right. I, which blew my freaking mind when right. I came here. I just assumed that the whole world does Christmas on the same day. Mm. Nope. Mine is nope. maybe China or whatever. But I was like, this is crazy. So because, But what's so interesting, we mentioned this last year, is that they still call it Christmas Eve. Yes. yes. They don't call it Christmas Day. They just don't have Christmas Day. The 25th for them is not called Christmas Day. It's just the 25th mm-hmm. of December. Christmas Eve is the whole thing, and they do everything in the evening. So that in the, during the day, um, in the morning, I think they just have they have breakfast. Actually, do you know about the golden pig? Yes. Oh, good. For I you. have heard of it, but I cannot 
recall it at this time. <laughs> right. Okay. You know what the golden pick? Yes. So the golden pick is a Czech uh, myth, or is a thing where I think you're not you you have like a small like you know like breakfast maybe, and then you try not to eat for the whole day until dinner time, until the Christmas dinner. And the idea is you get so hungry. That when you go for a walk around the forest or whatever Czech people do, they get so like hungry that they start hallucinating and they see this golden pig. That's what you're supposed to see on Christmas mm-hmm, Day. You know? mm-hmm. I don't know what all that's about, but and then in, they have like tuk- only only tukrovi during the day, the little Christmas right. cookies. And then in the evening they have their controversial but disgusting Christmas dinner, in right, my opinion. Right. Um, so it's like carp, you know, with potato salad. Yes. And if you don't like carp, you have cheesecake. You know, it's a schnitzel. Yeah, or a chicken schnitzel or a yeah. pork schnitzel. Yeah. Some people have losos, the salmon, instead of the okay, carp. Okay, I, I don't know about that. But, um, okay, it's not disgusting, but I would just say it's very underwhelming. So that's a good word. So it's overwhelming gross. is it's like it's too much, and underwhelming is it's not that great. It's not good. No. Have you had it? Yes. Okay. I've never had the carp, but I had because I just refused. But like the cheesecake, I've had. Yeah. Well, what can you say if you haven't had the carp before? I've not had it. He refused. Yeah, to you eat. say, had, "Oh, it's gross! It's gross!" Have you had it? I'm talking nah. about what I had. Okay. And then I was, I'm revising my statement. It okay. was not gross. It was just underwhelming okay. because the English right. Christmas dinner oh, is yeah. just, it, and the American one probably is the same. Just blows your mind. All right. It's just fun. Anyway, so fair call, fair call. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so Christmas for us on Christmas Eve, the day before on the twenty fourth, we do nothing. Mm. Maybe that's when we like we watch some Christmas movies, right? Sit around and we like wait for <coughs> wait for Santa to come. Mm-hmm. And as a child, we would be like so impatient, you know, waiting for Christmas. Like the day before was like it's just horrible, just waiting for it's Christmas. To agony. Come. Yeah, and then at night, uh, so, and this is quite common to do, you all right? I'm going to go get a cough drop. Yeah, all right, okay. This is what I was afraid was going to happen. Jennifer's out of here. Yeah. Oh, Jennifer, when you're out there, would you mind getting the wine from the fridge down there? <laughs> There's a fridge down there. Sure. Take care of your cough first, but, mm. you know. Um, so we would, yeah, Chris, you tell me about uh, uh, The one on the, on the bottom. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that one, yeah. Um, maybe a glass as well. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, tell me how this works in your family. But my dad legit would dress... Remember, legit means, like, genuinely. This, mm-hmm. like, really happened. He legit... Ah, there we go. I can go get some... I'll go get some wine, wine glasses. All right. Okay. Okay. So, my dad would legit dress up as Santa Claus, as Father Christmas, at night... Just when he delivered our presents, because he would put our, like, sack, which is a funny word, but sack is like a big bag, right? I think pitel in Czech. Um, Oh, my God, I should know this. There are so many, so many, uh, a pitlik? Maybe. But a big big bag, a big sack, Christmas sack, full of presents, and he would bring it into my bedroom and put put it at the end of the bed. Okay, at the foot of the bed. At the foot of the bed. And he would only dress up. Just in case we woke up. Okay. Which so I think he, is fucking commitment. So he put the presents at the, the, the... Is this in England, that's where the presents go? They don't go under a tree, they go at the foot of your bed? In England, we have two categories of presents. There's the presents just for you, which are like from Santa. Uh-huh. And that's like your... You have your sack of presents, right? And then under the tree is like 
um, presents for the whole family, right? Okay. So it's like may- maybe there's like one from Gran, one from Granny, one from Uncle Phil, or whatever. Mm. And that's like clearly like at least it was in my family. That was like the ones that are from your family, right? And then the ones that you get yourself, they were from Santa. Okay. Yeah. And then like all the adults' presents would be under the tree because only the kids had had these sacks, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it was really nice because you had like kind of two two rounds of presents because you would wake up in the morning and one time I did catch my dad by the way uh-huh. that's how I knew about this and he uh, my dad used to dress up as Santa to deliver the presents okay. but at night just in case you woke up oh man fucking commitment yeah that is hardcore it is hardcore <laughs> hardcore Santa Claus and so you would wake up the presents would be there you're like ah oh, he came Santa came. This is great, and you'd always try and stay awake until he came. You know, mm. and that's and as I got older and older, my dad started hating this because uh-huh. fuck, I've got to stay up until four thirty in the morning <laughs> yeah. until my fucking kid goes to sleep, and I'm gonna dress up in this Santa thing. He must have been drinking like I would be, uh-huh. you know, if I was dealing with that every year. There's your fucking present. Her, her bloody yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was yeah. there was there someone besides you? You know, only yeah, me, a brother and sister as well. I so see. when I was younger, me and my brother had a room together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we were roomies. Mm. And um, do you want any wine, Chris? No, thank you. I don't drink white wine. No Christmas wine? Okay. So, um, so you'd wake up, your presents were there, you would take the presents. We took our presents to like my mum and dad's uh, bed, bedroom, sit on the bed, and we were much more organised than you. We would, we would go around the circle, yeah. you know, my mum was but very But not insistent. around the Christmas tree, on your parents' bed. This is phase one. Oh, I see. Phase one of Christmas okay. was, oh my God, can you try this? Sure. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you're going to try it. Yeah. We're trying to open this very difficult to open wine bottle. Swole. Yeah, yeah. Mm. See, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, there this, you go. This is tricky. All yeah, right. It is tricky. Oh, there, there we go. go. Good job. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The visual be- joke will be me doing it. <laughs> get, get that. Get that microphone close to your face, there, Jennifer. Okay. Yeah. 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 It has to be up here. Not like that because now it's going to be too crazy. The difference. Just like stay around there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can chill. Okay. That's all right. Yeah. Thank the you. The best way is like to lean back a bit, pull it in, because you, you mm. can move the thing around. Yeah. Got to be alright. Um, so yeah, so we would sit on the on the bed, pass the pe- go around the circle, and my mum was funny because like she would always because we thought these were from Santa, right? <laughs> and she would just put like the most <laughs> shit presents <laughs> in the sack. Okay, I remember one time, you know those you know those small individual packets of tissues. Like yes. travel size. That was one of my presents. Oh a my god! Pack of tissues. Not even like a whole twelve pack. Just, oh my god! Just one. One pack of tissues, like little little pack. Were they wrapped? Yeah, of course. It was like just like to fill up the space, you know, yeah, right? to, sure. to fill up the space. So I got that. Um, I got some other shit. I think I got like an orange once. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, g- traditionally, that's a really, really big gift uh, because in uh, cities like New York or Boston or whatever, I mean, 70 years ago, you didn't have freight and uh, logistics existing the way that it does now where you can have something shipped yeah. across the country in a day. So uh, oranges from Florida, it was really hard to get them up to New York. So kids uh, in these like northeastern states or just northern states, they would get get an orange for Christmas and be like, oh my God, an orange at Christmas. This is crazy. Like, because they would be expensive at that time of the year. I was was going to mention little house books, you know, about the, about the little girls who grew up in places like Wisconsin on the prairie. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. They would only have oranges at Christmas. I wanted to mention this because, um, 
something. I really hope the audio is not fucked up because it's all gone weird in here. But okay. Okay. let's hope for the best. But um, my parents, they would for Christmas, uh, they would get an orange, yeah, um, a walnut, and a small wooden toy. They were post-war babies. Yeah. My dad's family was just poor, so that's that's what they uh, that's what they had. I think my mum didn't have that. My dad came from quite a poor family. What so, what year would that have been? Seventies. Uh, oh my god, that's that's not post-war. That's that's you know that's poor. That's just, <laughs> just poor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But anyway, so I would get these these presents, and then we would go down for breakfast, and then we would sit around our tree where we had like the family presents, and we would open those presents, and that was the ones like clearly labeled like from Gran, from oh, Mum. Okay. So they separated it into Santa presents and other presents, mm-hmm. and then we would go to church, which was the most painful part of Christmas. Fuck. Mm. I hope no one watches this that from my family, but like mm-hmm. which they would drag me there and it was like God, it wasn't even a short like if it was like a twenty minute praise mm. Jesus, see you next year, that would be okay. But it was like, man, it was like a two hours at least, maybe really? two, two and okay. a half. Mm-hmm. Dude. And like they would take you through the whole thing, you know, saying all the hymns. It was like Church of England. Mm. This is not right. one of the, this is not like a modern church. This was like old school. And I remember this being bored out of my fucking mind i was like this is terrible mm-hmm. and then afterwards my mum would want to like talk to all the people there and i'm like fuck i want to go and get for some christmas lunch all you want to do on christmas is play with your toys you right. it's painful because they give you the toys and then they take them away it's like yeah. oh, just right. kidding get them back this evening mm-hmm. like, no i want to play with my whatever spider-man thing yeah mm-hmm. you know and then we would go to my grand's because my, my for me this was why i was asking you it's like my grand's house was like the focal point Right. So that's maybe a good word. Shit, definitely. Focal point right. you, um, is the like the center of something. Like when you're in photography, mm-hmm. I believe the focal point is the center that you focus on. And that's right. in and the focal point in life can be like that that's just the main thing that you focus on. Right. Right? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So um her house was the focal point for Christmas. So we would mm-hmm. go there. Um my uncle's family would usually go there as well. This is all my mum's side of the family, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my, my dad's poor family got relegated to Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know? So I'll explain this in a second. But mm-hmm. um, So it was all my mum's family. And we'd go there and we'd have the most amazing Christmas lunch made by my gran. And God damn, it was good. Really, I'm actually really pissed that I'm not going back this year for Christmas because I just want to have that dinner. Yorkshire pudding, baby. Yeah, Yorkshire puddings. Oh, man, we, we, we got into this a whole lot last time. And then it's presents round three because my grandparents had a tree. Okay. I was so right. spoiled as a child. It was The presents were shit, but there was lots of them. Okay. Right. <laughs> you know? oh, right. right. Yeah. This is a real quantity over quality it kind was, of situation. It was. It was a lot of shit. But <laughs> it really was. But um, but it was like, it was fun to unwrap, you know. And then we'd unwrap the presents. like, And that was so nice because it was like the bigger, like extended family right. were there. That's nice vocab as well. You have your immediate family, which mm-hmm. is like your mum and dad and brothers and sisters. And then mm-hmm. you have your extended family, which is like the aunts and uncles and mm-hmm. great-grandparents and all that. My great-grandparents were there as well. Mm-hmm. And we'd like pass the presents around and then we'd play some Christmas games, like silly like charades. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, like these silly games for children. Like we had this game, I think it was called Crab Island, <laughs> where like she like person like cushions on the floor. And yeah. the cushions were like safe, and like if you wanted a cushion, like all the crabs would come and get you. Did you have so cousins basically the there? floor is lava? Yeah, but not yeah. that okay. crab island. Yeah. yeah. Were you the only children, the three of you? No, my um, my uncle 
has so i've got cousins as well right yeah that's the difference that's why we didn't go to families because we right. lived in a city that was far away from our extended family right. so you were lucky to live near your extended family yeah it was nice and then on boxing day so in England, and I guess the same for you guys as well. No, we do not have Boxing Day. What the fuck? Never heard of it. Most it, Americans would would say, "What?" But okay. it does exist in Canada, right? I'm pretty sure it Canada does. has Boxing Day, right? But we we separated from uh, interesting yeah, England it, long enough ago that we just so got, don't you've have got Christmas the, Eve, Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, and Christmas Day, and that's it, and that's it. Okay, so the 26th is just the 26th. The 26th is just the 26th. I can't <laughs> say the 26th. <laughs> Chris has fucked me for life. Yeah, spit it. Yeah, it must just—it must be an Anglo thing because it's definitely like Boxing Day is. In some ways, it's bigger than Christmas Day uh, in, in Australia. Mm. I love Boxing Day because you have all the leftovers from the turkey. And you have turkey sandwiches mm. with, uh-huh. the, with the gravy in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was great. Um, <laughs> and then on the twenty, so on Boxing Day, we would go to my dad's family. So they got like relegated. So Boxing Day is the twenty sixth, yes. the, the day after Christmas. Yeah, yep. yeah, because okay. you've got boxes everywhere. Okay. I actually don't know where that comes from, but that's is always why. I, I think it does have something to do with boxes, like packages. Yeah. Of mm-hmm. uh, of, of of things, it's like putting things in boxes or, yeah. or something like that. I can't remember what. Maybe but, the yeah. aristocrats gave their servants a box of old clothes or something. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But we would go to my dad's family and. It was just like, it was just funny. Like, I really hope that my dad doesn't listen to this, but it was like, so my dad's, my dad's mum, so my, my grandmother, we called her Nan, mm. mm-hmm. and she lived in like a, like a English trailer park. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. Like we have them too. Um, yeah. A trailer park is like a, it's like a area full of like caravans that you live in, basically. Right. And mm-hmm. kind of where the poor people tend to live. And yeah. it's actually, it was actually for a trailer park, it was pretty nice. It was not like M&M style, eight mm-hmm. mile. It wasn't sure. like that, but um, it was pretty okay. But like, they were kind of like a, the rough side of the family, you know, like they were like smoking like two packets of cigarettes a day. Wow. Right. They were just like, just very ev- working class. Everyone is what you would was say? like, uh, very, yeah. Very like my dad was like this, like, let's say the successful one from the family. He sort of right. like got out of like poverty basically. Right. Broke the cycle. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of the product of that basically mm-hmm. uh he was like very naturally smart and like mm-hmm. good enough to like get out of that but because of his like poor upbringing he had like kind of like some anger problems so he couldn't like deal with like sure having a keeping a good job you know because like he was like really smart but he didn't have quite the people skills right so i'm kind of more like the refined version of him right um but so we would go back there and they were like mostly alcoholics and you know and it was just like an interesting in- environment to sure be in. but i bet you hated going did you hate kind going? of because we were like like the middle class kids okay you though. know going right. to our working class get your ass kicked in the trailer <laughs> yeah, park something like that yeah uh it was never the most fun experience but it was like it wasn't bad it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. Now, yeah. do they call them trailer parks? No, I don't know what we call them, and actually. Caravan... In Australia, we call them caravan parks. Caravan parks, yeah. yeah right. Mm-hmm. I think they had, like, some, like, kind of, like, official, like, fancy name for it. Like, right. Like, reti- special retirement home for over 50s. Or, I don't know, something. Yeah. It definitely wasn't called, like, a trailer park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that was that was my Christmas. Okay. Chris... Well, just quickly, so yeah. to be relegated uh, means to be... You just say yeah, like okay. twice, yeah, yeah. To oh, be re- okay. like your uh, dad's side was relegated <coughs> to, uh, to to Boxing, Boxing Day. Day yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so to be relegated is kind of like downgraded. It means uh, left to, I think. Kind of, yeah. But like it just yeah, because well, just it's downgraded from, it's from football. If you don't 
if you if in the bottom three in the football league, you get relegated to the next league to the down, league below. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, but interesting. It can be, and and that can happen in any like I don't know in a company you might get relegated to the shit corner of the office. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, if you're not performing well or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but to get relegated is kind of like think of like a downgrade. Yeah, right at. Uh, on holidays, the children get relegated to the kids' table. Hey, excellent. Yes. Mm-hmm. I used to hate being a child. Just like the fact that you had to be on the kids' table. Because I always was like, all the fun is happening up there on the big grown-up table. That's uh-huh. right. You know? Yeah. I just was, I just hated it. Because I was the oldest child by quite a bit as well. Oh, yeah. okay. I was like five years older than my brother, mm-hmm. who was the next oldest. Right. Then it was my sister, and there's like all the cousins. So I was like a good like five to ten years older than everyone. Okay. But I was right. still stuck on like, the children's table. I was like, fuck these children. <laughs> <laughs> fuck them kids. So I you drowned know. them all. Yeah. I mean, I wish. Uh, no, I'm kidding. But um, Chris, I think uh-huh. it's time we got to Australian Christmas. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it's, it, well, it's very similar. It's... Uh, already like we also celebrate it on the on the 25th um okay but to go backwards yeah. all right so uh christmas eve is like it's not the biggest deal but um stuff does happen uh and <laughs> yeah. uh, stuff does happen well okay in terms of just like tv this there's this thing at least in victoria it's called uh carols by candlelight oh, mm-hmm. and there nice. is a venue in um uh, in, in in melbourne called the sydney maya music bowl and a venue is a place for an event yeah mm-hmm. like a concert or a wedding or a, a, a sporting match or something like that mm-hmm. and yeah so this is a, a venue in melbourne called the sydney maya music bowl which can be a little bit confusing but sydney is spelt with an i not a y anyway ah okay uh, not it, like the capital yeah, city yeah, no, or not capital city the right. biggest city right yes uh not for much longer anyway um ah. there's a venue and they host an event called carols by candlelight which is for the kids and it's just like these it's just like these co- uh, choirs uh, come and they sing on stage and all the people in the crowd kind of they're supposed to sing as well like the kids there and then you know Santa comes out and is like oh I'm on my way to drop off presents at your house and, and so forth celebrities come and sing mm-hmm. all right I got very bored of it at a very very young age uh, but it's shown on TV uh, people go there in person and it's like the only thing to watch okay. on Christmas Eve it's still nice to have traditions though isn't it sure even yeah. if they're a bit lame yeah Yep, yeah, it's super lame. It's and that's a good lame. word, lame. A lot of people won't know lame. Mm. Lame mm. is like a lovely... I love teaching this word because it's like a... In Czech, it doesn't really exist. It doesn't really have a good translation. The best translation would be trapni, but that also translates to awkward. And mm. lame and awkward are quite different things in English. Lame mm. is like a combination of like boring, not interesting... Uncool. Uh, not cool. Right. Yeah. Like if you tell a joke that's just like... Unsuccessful. Yeah, mm. like a joke that's really not funny, like that joke. That joke was lame, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah or like a TV show can be lame. But that podcast was lame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great word. Uh, yeah, so it's a it's a pretty lame thing, you know. It's only for kids and like mothers of kids, and and, and that's it. Yeah. Now, this is a uh, TV show or a live show. Uh, no, this is a live performance that gets broadcast on um, mm-hmm. on one of right. the main three channels. Damn, this uh, is this reminded me of something I should have mentioned. So. Okay, well mm-hmm. we can get back yeah, to we'll it. Yeah, we'll get back to it. Later. Uh, so that's that, and then uh, something that we did. Uh, uh, in our family and a lot of people do because uh, I, I also had a very religious upbringing actually or a quite religious oh, yeah. uh, upbringing Christian? Like, I went to a yeah, Catholic. Catholic I went to a, I went to a Catholic uh, primary school mm. um, and uh, and then gamed my way out of not 
going to yeah i gamed my way out of going to a catholic high school what does mm-hmm. that mean uh so to game so, to game your way means like i kind of uh, I manipulated, which is also a right. uh, difficult word, but I manipulated the situation um, so that I didn't need to do it. Basically, there was a, a sign-up date for this high school, and I kind of didn't tell my mom about it, so she didn't sign me up in time, and so I couldn't go to it, which yeah. was great for me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, she's Catholic because she's Filipino, mm-hmm. um, and so what we did is we went to Midnight Mass, Right. So that's oh, on dude, the evening yeah. of Christmas Eve. But right. it's not as bad as the mass that you that's experience. That's much better Midnight than... Midnight mass yeah. is 20 like, minutes and you're done. No, not, it's, it? it's, it's like a full service. Oh, okay. Uh, but like, let's say full, but like not um, a full hour. I don't know, but like 45 minutes, 50 minutes maybe. Right. And uh, yeah, like reasonably quick. And then mm. yes, uh, and then yes, you're done. Um, the worst one yeah. for me uh, of, the, of the holiday church services easily easter easter is the fucking devil it <laughs> sucks so bad it's like three hours everybody wants to get their <laughs> vows renewed they want to get um uh, christens they right. want to get every, every- kid gets about- christened for uh, yeah you're talking about get your vows renewed what's that got to do with easter I, I don't know it's just like they want to do it at the service for Easter is. a lot I don't know. of people who are nominally nominally in name only christian right the only time they go to church is on easter yep Right? So that's the day you want to do all these things. Yeah. And it was the worst. It dragged the service out for like three hours. Anyway, so midnight mass uh, on Christmas Eve and then go home, go to bed. uh, And then, yeah, on Christmas morning on the 25th. The yeah. 25th, not the evening of the 24th, but the morning of the 25th. Real Christmas. Open. Proper Christmas Proper Day. Christmas. Yeah. Open. Yeah. yeah. I'm so glad to have people back me up on this. Because sure. I am like, with I'm fighting you. the tide of Czech people who are like, 24th is your Christmas. I'm like, no, fuck you. It's 25th. Yep. yep. Fine. I back that. Totally. Thank you. Back that. Thank you. I... Uh, yeah, uh, open open up our Christmas presents. So when I was very young, yeah, there was the, the excitement of waking up and rushing to the Christmas tree and uh, well, yeah, on right, Christmas let's, Eve let's putting give a step. Yeah, so where's the presents in the morning? Under the tree? Yeah, under the tree. So yeah. not by the foot of your bed, like with me. No, okay, no, 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 that's no. weird. And they were already there, like they've been like waiting yes. there for days. Right. Uh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, they were they were there for a what while. What about the ones from Santa? Because the yeah, ones from Santa, there would be presents under the tree. For a long period of time, yeah. but then the ones from Santa appeared yep. on Christmas morning. Uh, okay, I. Bit of a glitch. I, in the I, I had a, a a slow, like a, a gradual and steady and easy understanding that Santa wasn't real and because the there was no. Yeah. Uh, there was no indication that he ever was. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't like know. The there, was, there was, there was no uh, like my, my my parents didn't hype him up or anything they like didn't push that. It. Yeah, right. yeah. There's yeah. no. Oh, Santa's leaving presents under the tree. Oh, you have to write a letter to Santa. Yeah. Right. Oh, you have to like. This is something that I one day realized. Like, oh yeah, of course Santa isn't real. Yeah. Um, because I have no reason to or believe. Or Santa is my parents. Or something like that. And I think yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, I think we did just put the presents under the tree. Like, however many days beforehand and they just sat there and it was obviously not from santa yeah. it was from family members or yeah. something like that sounds like a good way to do it uh, good, i would say solid parenting on that on that front yeah yeah i mean it took a bit of the magic away but honestly i'm totally fine with that yeah. it's like oh but what about the the magic of christmas and santa claus i'm like 
I don't know. Well, I don't feel like I'm missing out Santa on that. When Santa Claus is bringing you a pack of fucking disposable T- tissues, that kind of it takes... makes you lose a lot of faith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that kind <laughs> of uh, it it uh, it takes the shine. Yeah. Uh, it, it it makes Santa lose his luster. Yeah. Yeah. It was a fancy way of yeah. saying that it makes him seem less impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so opening the, the, the presents on Christmas Day and again, just like tearing. Did you go around in a circle? Or? Uh, no, I think just tearing into it. Yeah. Yeah, just tearing right. into them. Um, you and have then, one sister, right? Yep. Christine. Yeah, yeah. Younger, older? Uh, older. Yeah. How much older? Four years. Okay. Wow. Mm. That's a bit quite a bit older. Ah, it's not, it's not a big deal. But you yeah, got to be the ba- you got to be the baby of the family. Yeah. So you were baby the important Chris. person on Christmas. Right? Uh, we I, older children are not the important people at Christmas time. It's yeah, the but, but we're important for the rest of our lives. So because we're we superior. win for life because yes, we're the older, right. uh, wise, superior ones. Yeah, I hope, <laughs> I yeah. hope all my younger sisters, Justine, <laughs> Juliet, <laughs> Jessica, Jeremiah. <laughs> I hope you listen to this. Yeah. (laughs) What about school, though? I mean, because school is something that we used to do. We used to have Christmas programs. We'd learn carols. We'd sing carols. We'd have the. Oh man. Okay. All right. So this is something that I've been that I've ranted about a couple of different times over the past couple of weeks. Is that because I went to a Catholic primary school? Hell yeah! It was a big fucking part of school. Yeah. It was crazy. Thinking back on it, it's fucking ridiculous how big a part of school it was. So much of actual education was taken away from us to teach us bullshit about religion and and, mm-hmm. and, and Christmas and doing like artistic things. The most egregious, which is far too fancy or words to, right. to, uh, to, to yeah. explain. Uh, but just like the worst thing I now think is that we were forced to sing uh, like in, in choirs, like our class was a choir and we had to learn songs right. to perform in front of either uh, in, in front of either the church because there was a church on our school grounds. Right. So sometimes randomly we would just go to a church service and sing for the people that were there. Uh, but then for big school assemblies, we would sing. And then at big events like Christmas and Easter, mm-hmm. we would be forced to sing, uh, uh, learn these songs and, and, and sing these songs. Mm-hmm. And, like, here, that's, like, an extracurricular activity. Extracurricular being, like, outside of the main school time. Right. Right? Uh, because it's religious or because it's singing or because it's performance? Uh, I, I don't know. They just have it, like, outside. It's, like, an extra right. activity for them to do. But in primary school, for me, it was in. It was during school hours. We weren't learning maths. We weren't learning English. We weren't yeah. learning science. We were doing singing. And that's fucking crazy. That's well, we insane. used to love it. I mean, our our music teacher would take the uh, piano into the front hall at our school, and everybody from every class. We had a small. I went to a laboratory school, which was. Another thing, but it was, we had small classes. So we would all come and we would all sing Christmas carols. And I remember sitting on the floor and singing the Christmas carols, and it was a tradition. And I would rather do that probably than have a math class. Oh, sure. Of course, as a kid, you would rather. But in terms of education, like, oh, that's, well, that's just crazy to me that, it, that that got removed. But don't you think singing and performing and, and getting along with the people next to you is in a way part of your education in the sense of socialization sure yeah yeah i can i can i can back that but i guess make it an extracurricular thing anyway that was uh so back to your christmas day yes yeah opening Uh, up the presents what happens after present time uh then and by the um, way what was the quality of your presents like did you get tissues as well uh 
when I was very young, fucking um, pain from this. When I was when I was very young, uh, they were good. Uh, uh, they were great. Um, but then it, they very very quickly dropped off as like good English. Yeah. So to drop off is to decrease in quality. Yeah. Right. Um, they very quickly dropped off. I think because like. Uh, I mean, like my parents are divorced they divorced when i was like from 10 to 12 uh, as and the so, family fell apart yeah quality, of christmas, quality went, of christmas went downhill right With they it, tell yeah. you it's going to be great because you're going to get presents from both but they lie mm. uh, are your parents still married uh no no they got divorced too yeah, when i was around 15 oh my mine yeah. got mine waited until i went to college so okay then. yeah it's the least you can do you know yeah exactly <laughs> wait you know and nowadays they wait till the kids are dead you know oh god <laughs> what I was reading an article about the gray divorcee. Wait until your kids are dead? It's, it's a joke, like about the, the increase in people who are getting divorced in their 60s and 70s. Oh, okay. So the joke is, wait until the kids are dead. So anyway, go ahead, Chris. I, I right. ruined your Sorry, Chris. That, that's stories. okay. Uh, so yeah, when I was very young, they were good. But then as I got older, they got they dropped off. And now I um, I don't get... I, I didn't get Christmas parent, Christmas presents from especially my dad like basically as soon as i turned 18 or at least they were like <laughs> they came with conditions attached to them oh, or they were like Ooh. purely um uh, uh they, they were purely uh, functional I'm, I'm thinking of a different word here but like they weren't nice sentimental gifts or something they were for your needs rather than yeah. your wants like oh chris you you need to get your driver's like you're over eight, 17 you're 18 or however old you're of driving age and you don't have your driver's license yet i'm gonna like for your christmas present i'm giving you i'm paying for six driving lessons that's a good present but it's not very sentimental i don't like he could he could have just done that like right. He, he could have rather he, than other making parents, that your your gift. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like maybe I'm 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 f- seeming very privileged. I'm com- maybe I'm coming across as very privileged. But like other parents would just do that. They would just do that nice thing for their kids. But this was very transactional. Yeah. Like we, it, 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 yeah. This became a very very transactional kind of okay. uh, thing. Right. Um. And yeah. So eventually, just like stopped, and it wasn't a big deal. But yeah, when I was young, it was great. Got lots of Super Nintendo games. Uh. So the tattoo that I got, I think I explained this on the episode where I showed my tattoo. Yeah. Don't say ta- that's from your dad. Well, I mean, it was, was it? from they chip in for your to chip in. Okay. So to, to fully Sorry. explain yeah. it, um, the tattoo is. The design is based on a video game. Mm-hmm. The video game is called Yoshi's Island. I got that game for Christmas in, I believe, 1997. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have distinct, specific memories of playing that game on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so important to me. Um, nice. That was a game that I got uh, for Christmas. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like my mom or my dad bought that game for yeah. me. For, yeah. for Christmas, uh, but then again, yeah. After that, it, it, it dropped off pretty quickly. But yeah, that was they, they were good. They were so good. back to your Christmas day. Yep. And then we would have often. Um, we would either go to our cousin's place. Um, uh, they lived on the other side of the city, like a, so who one that? hour. Your, your, dad, your mum or dad's? Uh, my mum's sister's family. Okay. Um, so she was in Australia as well. Uh, yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, yeah, my mom's sister's family. And so they lived on the other side of the city, like a 40-minute to one-hour drive. Mm-hmm. Um, and then – or they would come to us and we would have, like, lunch and, and, and dinner together. That's nice. Uh, and just a quick recap of the kind of food that we would have. It was like uh, – Yeah, you had something weird, didn't you? Well, Ham or something. <laughs> 
that's not Christmas weird. ham is so fucking weird. weird. Wasn't it? Or duck. Duck, wasn't duck. it? You had duck. Uh, yeah, that was from last time, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we would have duck or ham. Yeah. Um, it was interchangeable between Christmas and New Year's mm-hmm. because they're so right. close. So it would be one on one day and then the other on the other day sometimes. Right. Like but Thanksgiving then, and Christmas for us, you know. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're so lucky you've got both. It's oh, pretty yeah, cool. We are. <laughs> Two good meals, man. Uh, yeah. yeah, potato salad, prawns, uh, things like that. Um, yeah, and that would that would be prawns. it. I that, that, that was that. Like playing with our toys yeah. and so forth. Okay. Uh, but then, so Boxing Day, as I said, in some ways is a really big day on the calendar, especially okay. the sporting calendar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so perhaps you would be familiar with this, the Boxing Day Test Match. Oh, between uh, Australia and England. 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 It's, it's almost always between Australia and England, especially when it's the Ashes. What is like, a test match? So a test is a is a, a cricket term that means game, basically. Okay. So you and say it's oh, a kind of game. It's like oh, we've got a big test coming up next week, and it is. Chris knows more than this than I do. Because uh, match means game as well. Yeah, but specifically for cricket. Whoa, whoa, okay, I think oh, maybe so you you're don't talking fully... about a cricket game between Australia and England. I thought yeah. I thought like a test is like a like a specific. I thought it was like the one between like England. And, uh, I thought it was like the, between like the top league of the top countries. A te- no, well, te- tests can be played between any countries. Okay, so <laughs> I don't know what it is. Okay. I don't know what it is I, either. I just knew it was like a cricket game. Yeah, if I'm honest, that's all I knew. What's so, a t- test match? Yeah, so cricket. Uh, uh, there are cricket games, cricket matches, and there are three kinds of cricket matches. Jesus. The most recent one is 2020, when it's just 20 overs that each game uh, that each team uh, plays. And um, over is six. Uh, bowls, bowls. Right. So, so that's very a, quick. And a bowl a is a throw. <laughs> right, it Cricket doesn't last worst, for days. Like, sport to explain. I know. I've spent time in England, and like yeah. I, you know, it's like I'm sorry. On day five, yeah, I know. It's a yeah. shit shithole country. It is. Yeah, shithole it sucks. people. <laughs> So yeah. to fully explain it, so the uh, the youngest one is 2020, <laughs> yeah. 20 overs. Uh, then um, in the seventies, uh, uh, Channel Nine uh, in Australia came up with a format of one day cricket, and that still takes a whole day, but it's fifty overers that each team has. This must and be it's supposed Australia to last thing, no more than no, one day. Absolutely so you're saying not. That Channel Nine in Australia invented it, created an international. Yes, format because okay, uh, they uh, people weren't watching it um, because at the until then the only thing that existed was Test match cricket and Test matches can go for as long as five days, days and that's so long days. and because it's so long you can be really strategic with it and it can be kind of boring. Uh, oh, it can be no. really slow, but one day cricket can be much more interesting. And 2020 was an even f- uh, was an extra step beyond that, yeah. where it's even shorter and it's really it's even more uh, high intensity. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. even more <laughs> just pretending to be bored. Cricket, <laughs> don't do that. You hear it in the thing. I know. I'm that going. pulsing sound you just heard. That's just Jennifer's blood that's vessels. Jennifer's no head. Jennifer's just, blood vessels because I'm. He's passed out on, on the microphone after two cricket. glasses of. You gotta understand, check listeners, that uh, cricket is super boring when it goes on for days and days. Sorry, Especially I know that some people care. It's yeah. a, oh, but it, it can be so exciting as well. It can be really, really I, under certain circumstances. Well, I <laughs> wish I loved something like s- soccer, football, cricket. Yeah, something. I mean, you know, I wish I had a reason to live. Yeah, like the kind of reason to live that loving a sport or something yeah. gives you. you for know? me, it's wine. 
That's my sport. That's your reason I, to live. Uh, well, more or less, yeah. Do you, you're not into sport, Chris, are you? Uh, yeah, I'm wearing I'm wearing my uh, my NFL team's merch right now. Oh, yeah. I was Christmas really spread. surprised because that's an American logo there, yep. the Cardinals. And coming from, I mean, having yeah. lived in for a very long time in St. Louis, Missouri, that completely shocked me actually to see you wearing that oh okay yeah i'm very much into the nfl yeah uh but to get back to your question to uh, you asked what ends a, a test yeah, match I so you can go know. for five days uh but each team uh plays two innings uh, and look, if you know baseball, you know what an innings is, but it's basically, uh, okay. So on a cricket team, you will have, uh, 11, uh, people. Um, and when each of them has had a chance to bat, yeah, that's what then it is. that is one inning. Yeah. And then each team has two of those innings. Fuck Wait a minute. An in inning is one, but you said an innings. Yeah. That was a bit weird. Uh, so I'm assuming it's one inning. One two inning. Two I'm not innings. sure. It might. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it might be. An, it might be an innings, or it might be an inning. I think it's an innings. Is innings? Uh, is it inning? You see what I have to deal with every losing week. Losing our every week. Yeah. <laughs> Going no, off on actually, the driest topics of all time, and then looking up innings. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. Innings in cricket and rounds is both singular and plural. Do you know what? My dad used to play cricket and I used to, I used to have to go and see his fucking games. Okay. Uh-huh. God damn. And they would play like, uh, I think it was like one inning, one inning like each. What was it? Innings or innings? Uh, it can be singular and plural. Okay. All check right. people. Americans do not play cricket. Australians, English people, people from the UK and people then people class. from Jamaica and other former English colonies tend to. Do they? Yeah, oh, South yes. Africa, oh. India, Pakistan. Yeah. It's huge in South Asia. Um, is that uh, the Ashes? No, the Ashes is between England and Australia. It's always between but England and Australia. One. What's the, the one Ashes? The, the, the Ashes. There's that yeah. other competition in cricket. Oh, why are we talking about cricket? But it's the other one who's like between South Africa, because India, they play cricket England, on and Australia, Boxing Day. Okay. Yeah, and so let's confine it to Boxing Day. Yeah, sure. Get, yeah, sorry. So, I'm one, trying to that's okay. Let's get away from this. Jesus Christ. Uh, well, Jesus. okay. All I wanted to say is that, like, so the Ashes is a series of test matches between England and Australia. It's played every two years, alternating between England and Australia. Yep. And the most prestigious uh, match in each country is played at the most prestigious ground in each of those countries. In Australia, that's at the MCG, and that starts on Boxing Day. Day What's one. What's the of MCG? The Melbourne Cricket Ground. Which ah, is see. one of the most historied, one of the most storied uh, uh, sporting um, uh, mm-hmm. venues uh, mm-hmm. in, in the in the world. It's, mm-hmm. it's it's very old. It's very large. It has mm-hmm. a strong history, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's a it's a brilliant place. What's the English one? Um, I don't. It might be Lords. I don't know. I don't know. I was hoping it'd ring a bell when you I said think it, it's but... Lords. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's get away from this. Sure. I'm, put, well, yeah, I'm that's putting basically my foot it. down. I'm putting my foot down. Yeah, that's that's basically it. Right, anyway. it's Boxing Day. There's a big cricket match, and everybody watches. What else is big? You said like Boxing Day, it's a huge day. Like, okay, what else then? Oh, well, you said you wanted to get away from it. No, the, yeah, the cricket. But oh, what, okay, what else everybody about, drinks what like what they call tinny, tinnies of beer, and I want to know more yeah. about your Boxing right? Day. <laughs> Basically, that. Yeah, yes. everybody gets drunk and watches cricket on kind of. Boxing Day. Uh, but also, well, people leave for holidays. That's that's now the time between Christmas and New Year where a lot of people right. leave for holidays. Okay. Uh, but then there's also the um, uh, the America's Cup. Is a, Which uh, is, is a yacht race. Yes. 
Right. Uh, so that's a thing that happens. Um, oh, man, there are more things. I mean, look, the Boxing Day sales are a massive event. Right. Uh, and there are other things, but I can't remember But it's the middle them. of the summer for you. Yeah. Right? I've always and, found that crazy. Yeah. And the thing is, is that we've been talking about what happens when you're children, but I was also a mom at Christmas, so I have the parental view as okay. well. And at that time, I lived in Florida, and as in... Australia, mm-hmm. it's it's really warm at mm-hmm. Christmas time in Florida. So I'll be leaving and I'll be going to the warm, uh, to a warm climate, and it is not Christmassy at all. This right now, as we speak, it's this snowing. Yeah, and it's very it's Christmassy. It's amazing. You don't like it? It's I love it. I See, think this, it's great. This is indicative of where you're from because I'm from England. And we have to deal with this shit all the time. Mm-hmm. Whatever you have to deal with is usually not like the best. Like this, this uh, is horrible. I I, yeah. I like both. I, th- this is fantastic that we have this Christmassy yeah. uh, oh, yeah. kind of weather. Um, like tr- let's say um, the media portrayal of a traditional Christmas. You know, a Northern well, Hemisphere white Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, I white always Christmas. you know in in Missouri you know is iffy whether you had yeah. a white Christmas or not. And yeah. with global warming, with, with climate change and everything. Yeah, you know, we 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 sometimes had a black Christmas, um, you know, when we it, had uh, Christmas with black yeah, people. Didn't work. Um, yeah, exactly. Chris does not approve. <laughs> I'm taking in no part. I'm on, taking no part of this be, I thought it could be funny. Yeah, well, yeah, we're drinking the wine and, yeah. and Chris is not, so. Yeah. And hopefully that Jacob can edit this, so if I say something <laughs> no, inappropriate. No, we leave all the racism in. It's oh, fine. we do. We, yeah, it's uh, part yeah. of my culture. So you were saying. Yeah, that I'm Irish, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, it's great to have a white Christmas, isn't it? To have it snow is. on the ground at Christmas time. Yeah. But for you, it's normal and boring to have well, snow on the ground at Christmas. Actually, no. Like, it doesn't actually happen very often that we have, right. like, snow on the ground at Christmas because it snows way less in England than it does here. In, yeah. in England, yeah. it's just gray and cold and wet. Yeah. Yeah, um, it sucks when it's like that here. But yeah. the past two years, it's been snowy. Yeah. Well, sorry, yeah. I should say last year it was snowy on Christmas, it's and that like, was really was cool. Was it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's 25th. right. My son, my son was here. I bought a real Christmas tree. I bought. Wait, I bought. What happened? My son. When he when, when did he come here? Uh, my son Ted is twenty three years old. I have one. Hi son. Ted, if you're watching on YouTube or listening. Are listening, right? My son Ted came at Christmas time a few days beforehand, and I bought a real Christmas tree. And I <laughs> oh, went. Lovely. And I bought. Uh, uh, I uh, went and bought uh, decorations. Too many, and I realized you cannot return Christmas decorations. I bought, uh, I ordered uh, Christmas lights from Germany. And uh, um, and unfortunately, we did not have a typical um, Czech Christmas because um, the all the Christmas markets were cut off just a couple of days before they were to oh, start yeah. mm. that was due last to year, right? COVID. So this is the first proper that was terrible. Czech Christmas that I have that I've seen with the proper Christmas markets. Yeah, of course, because you're new. Yeah, I've been here yeah. for about a year and a half. So oh, this crazy. is the second oh, Christmas. Oh my god! Yeah, but it was incredibly boring um, at Christmas time. I don't think my son wanted to come back, and so we had to think really hard about what we wanted to do. I no longer own a home in South Florida. Don't you? But no, I sold my house. When? Because in... I remember when we first met. You told me that you still had it. I think. You know, I looked, I had to make a little card to look at. I thought maybe you might ask me what I had done in 2022. So 2022. Well, this year. This year. I was about to. Yeah. Yeah. Has been mostly about working for a speak like me. And um, I first interviewed with you in mid-January. I sold my home in um, Florida, South Florida, 
uh, in mid-December. Oh. Right. I had just sold my home. I had, um, wow. I, I moved here. Yeah. So. Uh, yes. Yeah, so let's get into that a little bit because this is really interesting because you were a lawyer for a while. I right. am a lawyer. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I you, have yeah. been a lawyer since I went to law school in the 1990s before you even born. I was right. born in the 1990s. Yeah. But I, I, I became a lawyer in 1993. That's just when I was popped out. Yeah. 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 So I've been, a, I've been a lawyer in, in uh, Missouri, Illinois and Florida. What kind of lawyer? Complex commercial litigation. Okay. Okay. So that, 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 that means nothing to me and probably to our listeners. Listeners are like, what, what, the, what is this? No. Okay. Explain oh. for like, like, you know, people okay. who might not understand. Uh, so I'm a pravnichka in the United States. Nice. Right. I went to um, the pravnitska falkulta, right? The law school. Yeah. I know that because there's a tram stop that's Pravnitska Fatkulta. Oh, yeah. On the yeah. 17, the 15, maybe? It's right. It's right after. It's on the 17. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, not the 15. So yeah. it's law school. I went to Washington University School of Law. Um, I didn't want to be a lawyer. My dad was a lawyer and everybody said I should be mm. a lawyer because I was smart. And finally, I gave up and became a lawyer. Hmm. So I went to law school and um, I did very well. I was at the very top of the class. Oh, right. nice. And I worked at a very good law firms in the United States, um, in St. Louis, Missouri. And those law firms, uh, I, at those law firms, I didn't do transactions. In other words, there's transactions where you uh, write the documents for when, you know, for contracts and mergers and acquisitions. I did disputes. I was in dispute resolution Usually between when big companies suit each other mm. and complex means there are a lot of legal issues. Okay. Right. So when they. So it's not just one, like, oh, like, you didn't sell us this yeah. or something right. like that. Right. Was like the light many, green? Many was the light red? Yeah. Who's liable? So when they, so in short, when they wanted somebody with a big brain who could do all the research and do all the writing, I did that, but it sucked. I made a lot of money, but see, I'm now I'm teaching English. Partly because I can't practice law here, but partly because I don't want to. Now I can do what I want to do. Yeah. I don't have to teach which English. Is teach you guys. Right. Which is I want yeah. to. You know, it's wonderful. Speak Like Me has given me the opportunity to be actually out in uh, Prague with um, wonderful students who are doing interesting things and to be out there with them and to talk to them about stuff other than, you know, being a hired gun, right? Do you know what a hired gun is? I only wrote when I got paid, right? I'm a hired gun. I did whatever yeah. they paid me to do, Yeah, you know? So how many years were you a lawyer? Like, uh, well, I still am. Yeah, I know, but I'm sorry. Yeah, but, but know. how many years have I practiced? Well, I started in 1993. We're about to go into 2023. So what's that? 30, 30 years. 30 years. Yeah, and I still... I. How does the career progression work as a lawyer? It depends, but my my career pro progression was is that um, as somebody at the top of the class... High five to that. Good job. Well, thank you very much. Good job. Thank you very much. That's who we get to speak like me. <laughs> yeah. Top of the class people. Quality. 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 Um, mm. You know, I was uh, basically wined and dined. Ooh. Do you know... I like that yeah, phrase. Of 
Can you explain what wind and dine She's means? She's not asking for us, Chris. Oh, what? She's I'm asking for the listeners. Of course you fucking know what wind and dined is. Right. Jesus Christ. In other words, um, you know... She's they... not looking directly at either of us while asking But she's asking meaning it. the people, right? Well... I hope so, anyway. Many but... of my students are in recruiting. Yeah. Right? In HR, in human resources. Um, these days... Talent acquisition is also a fancy name for recruiting, right? But I was recruited, you know, by some of the biggest law firms in St. Louis, Missouri, right? Because I was at the top of the class, yes. And so that's amazing. Yes, I was wined and dined, meaning they would invite us top students to um, enjoy a dinner at a nice restaurant um, with some of the partners. To explain why I should choose their law firm. That's amazing. This is like my dream. Is it really? Yeah, to be wined and dined. To be wined and dined. I don't even care for what profession. Just it's overrated. Really? You know, because there are jokes about you know, like, and then and then they pay you a lot of money to have a, a summer internship, right? Okay. So maybe they'd pay you a thousand dollars a week, and this was thirty <sighs> years ago. That's right? huge. Right. But, uh, you know, the joke is that they treat you really well. You know, it's like it's like there are jokes about how the, you know, it's like this is this is when you enter hell, you know. Okay. You know, because they describe the uh, practicing law is or going to law school is like uh, becoming a lawyer is about a pie eating contest where the prize is more pie. Yeah. Right. So I essentially went into a profession where. It was like always having a master's thesis or some other, you know, always having homework, right? Mm. So I did research, writing, there were deadlines, stress, that kind of stuff. You know, and I was was really good at it, but also, you know, there were... um, I went into these big law firms where to become a partner involved um, kind of a king of the hill type of situation, right? What's that then? King of the Hill would be a game where you had to climb over other people to reach the top of the Mm. pyramid, right? It was very competitive, you know, where you had to... um, And as a woman, I wasn't very good at playing King of the Hill. Mm. And there was also sex discrimination Mm. and other issues, you know. So, but I practice law for, I still practice law. I have an active law license in, in Florida and, mm-hmm. um, and I can work remotely now because there, we used to have physical books where we'd look up our cases and our precedents in the, you know, common law tradition that is shared by England, Australia, and the United States. Very different from the civil law tradition we have here in Europe. Um, and, um, I did a lot of research and writing and it sucked, but I made a lot of money. The end. (laughs) Damn. That's, that's 30 years. Mm Mm-hmm. So what did you kind of rise the ranks during the time or you you, you sort of like you found your position? That's the place you sort of like excelled at or. That's another story. Is it? Okay. Yeah. My career. My career, yeah. Should we save that for another time? Absolutely. Okay. Some other time. Because we're already, we're going pretty long. Really long, yeah. We'll yeah. definitely need to. And I have to go to the cinema soon. Okay. Oh, let's, let's make it happen. What are you going to see? Do you have a date? 
like saving that for another time as well. Tinder date? No, no, no I'm done with Tinder. And you know, I, I felt really for sorry for you when you talked about, you know, like <laughs> how many shitty Tinder dates you had to have. And then you had that uh, nice, I've not even you met that nice woman in, in, oh yeah, in Spain, you know, yeah, and she was, she was nice. nice. She ghosted And me. then she fucking ghosted you, yeah. you poor thing. Screw that, up. you know, I've actually learned a lot about you from you and Chris from starting to listen to the podcast. Yeah, because you're a long time listener. Yeah. Well, I only started really uh, recently. And we're honored that you listen, by the way. It's, yeah, it's, it's very, really very nice. nice of you. You seem to be the most, um, what's the word, like, di- not diligent, but you listen to, like, every episode, more or less, when it comes out. And... Since since you started doing teachers, because it's in my interest right. to get to know the mm-hmm. other ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, that was a nice way to slide out of explaining why you have to go to cinema no, and no, no, why no. it's not a date. So, well, I'm, go- I'm going with the girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if she's going to listen to this or not. Right. And I would still like my penis to be connected to my body. So I'm you not going to... penis. <laughs> yeah, I used it twice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, so I'm going to watch Avatar 2. Oh, is that already out? <gasps> yeah. Do, yeah. Do you have man. tickets, yeah. man? Or are you going to be... Garbage a- marketing if I didn't even know. Jesus. Like, yeah, that should be oh, plastered yeah. all over the place. I know. It's crazy. I think it I started on the... It. Like, yeah. it opened on the 15th or something like that. I heard from my some of yeah. my students... Thing uh-huh. is, I don't even like Avatar. Uh-huh. Like, I tried rewatching the first one mm. about a week ago. Mm. Mm-hmm. I actually, I rarely do this, but I turned it off after half an hour. Okay, I was like, I can't deal with this. But this girl wants to go and see it. So you're going to find out about do the way you of snore? Water. Can you like? Can you? We need to like cut out some open eyes that you can like lie on your. Dude, yeah. Well, uh, you know, the only good thing about cinemas. This is going to sound bad, but it's also true. Is the um, the cup holders are perfectly sized for a bottle of wine? So if you take in a bottle from Albert, okay, you, you hide it in your bag, which is easy to hide. Mm-hmm. Pop it in there on the side, perfect size. You have a little personal bottle of wine with you. You can yeah. get through almost any movie with that. Yeah, you're going because need- of that. Actually, I had to see La La Land five times. That's not a joke. No. Uh, so La La Land, fantastic movie. Why? Because... I'm all about it. Because I saw like one fifth of the movie each time I went because the rest of the time I was asleep. You're going to need a catheter for this one too because I hear it's like three hours God long damn, or something. it's going to be awful. <sighs> I'm actually dreading it because it's been a long day today. I, uh-huh. got, I got here like 7, 7 Have you this eaten? morning. Yeah, I had a lasagna. Mm-hmm. I should be good. But let's just say that like this is not like the top thing on my list of things to do right now. But you know, you got to do what you have to do. To so, get good luck. To get laid. No, of course not. I would never think like that. <laughs> no. I would never. He's much, he's much more of a gentleman than that, Jennifer. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you can edit that out. Yeah. I choose to not get laid. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> That's um, right. Jennifer, it's your last two minutes on the podcast. Anything that you would like to share? Anything burning deep inside that you want to just let out into the universe? No, except for I really appreciate this time with you guys because it is. it makes me a little bit sad, you know, that my, my students know me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, it makes me really happy to make connections with you two. That's great. Oh, you know, that's nice. and so for nice. you to be curious, you know, because you can make assumptions about what my life must have been life, but it's very different from what mm. you assume it was like. Mm. So it's nice to be asked and to have you be curious about me. And I'm, you know, I've listened to enough podcasts that I I know some things about you guys, but um, to get to be known by the podcast listeners mm-hmm. and by you is is an honor. Aww. Well, I have to say, uh, firstly, I'm sorry we couldn't get more into your life, and we'd love to have you back on in the future 
to get into because I feel like I have a, so much shit to say. It's not yeah. even. It's not even funny. And we, we didn't even get to the dirty stuff. I want to hear some dirty stuff because <laughs> I know Jennifer. Jennifer has done things. Yes, I have. <laughs> and we're going to get Goodness into that. Gracious, Chris yes, can go I sit have. in the corner and yeah, have a great yeah. conversation. A life about well things. lived. Um, and Chris, I may best some of what I have not heard your dirty stories, but I assume they are there somewhere. Not heard if about I the dug orgy? into orgies, yeah, that's you not, know, that's nothing. Jesus Christ, that's the level we're dealing with over here. Okay. Or doesn't even make it onto the radar. No, it's a, it's a, it, that's kind of a joke, but kind of not. Jesus. But well, I go. have a son, so we we'll, might have to have ones where, you know, that are that are blocked. We can just put this one on, on the dark web. It's yeah, no put problem. it on the dark web. Yeah. There we go. Well, we'd love to have you back. Uh, it was a pleasure to have you on. And that is what I want to be like me to be, is a family of cool people teaching English, not just a bunch of faces walking I'm around. I'm cool. Jacob says I'm cool. Yeah. All right, cool. Okie dokie, guys. That was the 2022 Christmas special. We talked about Christmas for about five minutes. We talked, no, we, we talked about Christmas half a lot. Yeah, we, we did a pretty good job, but we yes, talked a lot about random shit. But that's the way it should be. Sure. Yes, but it wasn't necessarily all about Christianity. Did you guys see, for example, last year, did you did you see the um, the commercial where the Czech army shot down Santa Claus? No, but that sounds fun. I'll have to send I'll send you a link. It's hilarious. Okay. Yeah, Santa Claus the Czech army shoots down Santa Claus. And from then, where? Where is he? From the sky. Oh, okay. And then when he tumbles to the ground, he's surrounded by Czech army tanks because in the Czech Republic, Santa Claus does not bring the gifts. Oh. Yezhishek uh-huh. does. Okay. That's pretty clever. Baby Jesus like does. That. Yeah, it's like pretty that. cool. So, yeah, in an atheistic country, you know, it's okay if we don't talk about Jesus, but Jesus brings the baby. What are these the things? These? No, 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 no. The bottles. Oh, I have gifts for both of you. Oh, oh, thank you. Yes, I've been wondering for ages what these things are here. Darky, darky. These, these are yeah. Darek is gift. Darky is gifts, right? <laughs> Which is a strange word for Americans. You guys yeah. don't need to know why. Uh, but I have a, a little. Um, what would you call these? Bottle. Little bottles. Yeah. For you to, with a ribbon to fill on it. With for you to fill oh, with whiskey or fantastic. whatever kind of uh, alcohol you'd like. Thank fantastic. you so much. We will, we will make lovely. these. We'll make these the official alcohol bottles of Speak Like Me podcast. That's what I thought. Is you could put them there, and then you could Christ. put some kind of blended whiskey or some kind of Scotch whiskey or great, whatever. Great, you if you can, can open them. <laughs> Do you need me to fucking open the bottle? They're really, they're really hard. I opened the Chardonnay. Can you yes, open yours? I opened mine. Yeah, I can't do it. My hands I are all slippery. I think you can take that plastic bit off. Thank you. And then it will just be there. <laughs> It's fine. Well, it's fine. That's, Don't that's worry about bottle, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> fucking crotch bottle. Jesus. So, what do you think would be best for this? This looks like a spirit. Could be anything. It's glass. <laughs> I know it could be anything, but like, what do you think should be in here? Well, well you don't can put. Fucking ask me what it could be. Pepsi, is it? Are you gonna brandy? You don't drink no, rum. It looks like a brandy one to me. Well, I bought. I got it at Ukalindu. In Ukalindu, they they. They distill their own spirits, or at least they sell okay. distilled spirits. So I okay. had some type of spirits in there. Lovely. And uh, I figured if I had two identical ones, that this would be a very nice little Thank you. gift really for nice. both of you. Yeah, yeah. Really that's nice. lovely. I like the, uh, so the ribbon. So Merry Christmas. Thank you so Thank much. You, gentlemen. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And for people who are, this is going to come out on Christmas Day. Yeah. So everyone listening, Merry Christmas. And when I say it's coming out on Christmas Day, I mean it's coming out on Czech Christmas Day, 24th. No! <sighs> So enjoy your fake Christmas while it lasts. <laughs> That's right. Uh, enjoy your yeah. carp. Enjoy your carp. 
<laughs> and enjoy that enjoy your pick. traditions what is it like you like you throw a slipper and which way it there are a bunch of traditions oh, that, that i've one, told but, about yeah okay. like if it if it's facing out it means somebody's going to be leaving the yeah. house you know that kind of stuff okay well let's see what jennifer knows jennifer if people really liked the episode what should they do they should give us uh, rate us with five stars where uh on um whatever podcast platform you listen on apple mm. podcasts mm. you should also um spotify on spotify mm-hmm. right you should give us a great review you should encourage your friends to listen mm-hmm. uh and you should uh, what else well money we like money yes they should you should uh, is it buymeacoffee.com mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's it right forward slash forward slash SLM. Speak like me. Speak like me. Yeah. Okay, right. Give these guys money so that we can fill these, uh, yeah. what'd you call them? Decanters. Decanters yeah. with alcohol. Any money you donate is used for Speak Like Me alcohol. Yes. Which we appreciate greatly. Yeah. Um, and when you do donate any money to us, it can be even a euro, you get added to the, you get added to this special list of people who get uh, emailed special Speak Like Me stuff. Most recently, it's going to be my, I shouldn't say this because you've not listened to it yet, but my video application to Love Island. Okay. All right. <gasps> I applied to Love Island. I represented a guy who was the assistant to a guy who left, who who was on Fuckboy Island. <gasps> it's like F-Boy. It was called F-Boy Island. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I have more to tell. This yeah, is save it. Let's just yeah, let's save, save it. it. For yeah. Good stuff for next time. Um, Do not go on F-Boy yeah. Island. Go. What are you going on? Love Island? Check Love Island. I applied. I'm not going there. But anyway, I yeah. will totally back you for that. Yeah, I'm going back and forth on whether it's like going to either destroy Speak Like Me or take it to the next level. I think I would lose all respect, but it's fine. Anyway, so guys, <laughs> hope you enjoyed that episode. If you've got any questions for me or Chris or Jennifer, you can email us at. You know. Um. I'll be impressed if you know. It's what. Info, nah. no podcast, podcast at speaklikeme.cz. Like very nice, very nice. Um, remember, all the vocab from this episode will actually be nowhere, I'm afraid, mm. because it's a Christmas episode, it's not a numbered episode. Um, so oh, just thank write, God. write it down. <laughs> 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 yeah. Make a note. We if, forgot yeah. to tell you at the beginning to yeah. start taking notes. Yeah, this is all for nothing. But if you would yeah. like to learn English with us, you can learn in person. You can come to our public classes, which we have every day. Um, you can check that out on our website. Just click on the public classes button on the top. Or you can learn with, with us through our video courses via Speak Like Me Plus, which is our membership site. We have awesome courses for Czech people that take you through from start to finish, everything you need to know to speak. Oh my God, that was close. Yeah, that well, almost, I just wanted to make sure and get a little yeah, bit more wine before crazy. we signed off. Top it up. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay, guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode. And we'll see you in episode 36. All right. Which will be in 2023? I don't think Probably. so. It may be like, at the end of 2022. No, I think it'll be early 2023. Yeah. Yeah. So happy new year, everybody. Yeah. Okay. Happy right. New Year's. Happy Merry Christmas. Christmas. Happy New Year. Thank you so much for another wonderful year listening to. Yeah. Uh, uh, thank you for ha- being with us for another wonderful yeah, year of the Speak Like Me podcast. This was our first year, actually, because yes. 2021 we started. Yep. So that's our first full year of the Speak Like Me podcast. It's gone well. Yes. Thank you so much for being with us. We thank appreciate you so every one of you. And we'll Thanks. see you next year. See you in the next one. Bye. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. Jesus oh, Christ. Yeah.